Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our great King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. I'm so thankful to be saved every day as I turn on the news. I go, oh my good, oh Lord, oh my good Lord, thank you that I'm saved and thank you for your coming, your coming for us very soon. And uh, Dove Schwartz here with the program Watch Therefore and our co-host, Dr. John McTernan. John, you're paying attention to these cutting edge uh, prophetic events more than most. And aren't you glad you're saved by Jesus? Well, I sure am, uh, Pastor Dove. And what is such a blessing in addition to that is because uh, we know the Bible, we know where this is all heading and how yeah. it's going to end. Absolutely. Absolutely. To a lot of people, uh, Pastor Dove, it's, uh, it's like chaos out there. It's um, you know all these events happening, and there doesn't seem to be any resolution, and it looks like chaotic. But when you understand the Word of God, it's not really chaotic. Before we get into the show, though, I want to give a word of testimony of what happened uh, last weekend, if you oh, don't Oh, please mind. do. No, I, we'd enjoy it, please. Yes, yeah. I was speaking in uh, Missouri. I'm from Pennsylvania, but I was invited to come and speak to in Missouri. So I spoke uh, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. <clears throat> and um, uh, when I went to the church on Sunday... Uh, they have the, the, the front door of the church there, and I pulled in, and I was going to pull right to the front door and take my uh, books out. I had material in the trunk. So right as I pulled in the church and I was pulling up in the, the front door, I had complete power failure of my vehicle, total. Wow. Thank you, Lord, for bringing it, it you right. It that it just stopped running. I it, mean, there was no lights. There was no anything. Thank you, Lord, for bringing you to church. There's something about going to church. The Lord will coast you ah, right ah, in, ah, right? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so... Um, I know quite a bit about cars, but you know, not enough. And anyways, there was a guy in the church who was a mechanic. He came out, and we were looking at it. And I'm supposed to leave for home immediately after the ch church service, or, you know, after the church service. And we're looking at it, and what we found, it's a little maybe complicated to explain, but there was a uh, terminal where the ground came in for the major fuse box in the car. And apparently uh, the the nut on that terminal had been loose and it caused a lot of um, resistance and there was a section of the vehicle there that was uh, melted or, or a section there of that box that was melted wow and that's what caused the problem so when that uh, then when when the engine cool, when it cooled down it would start up but here, here's the thing on this pastor though if i would have left let's say and it didn't happen then, and I was on the interstate, and that happened, I'd have no brakes, no steering. You know, the power brakes were extremely wow, difficult. Wow, wow, wow. I'd have no lights. I'd have no anything. Yeah, that'd have been but it happened at night. Yeah. I mean, this was a disaster in the waiting. Yeah, the Lord was good to you. So I broke down at the most perfect spot, right in front of the church. Yeah. The people that invited me there... They made arrangements to stay another night in the motel. The next morning, I went to uh, a, car, a car dealership there, a Chevy dealer, and I showed them what I had found, 
and they said they'd get back to me. So a little after 1 o'clock, they got back and said, yeah, that's the problem. That uh, We've ordered the part uh, order, uh, right away. We'll have it tomorrow morning, which is Tuesday morning. So we stayed in the um, hotel again, and Tuesday morning they called me about 11 o'clock and said, your car's finished. And then when I went there, um, uh, the sales, the um, service manager, I had a nice conversation with him about this, and he said to me, please, he goes, this is, this is so serious. He said, I don't want you to leave here and get on the interstate. I said, please drive it around for a half hour. He said, we should know. In a, he said, all our diagnostic tests say everything is okay. But this is so serious, we don't want you to leave here and get right on the interstate, drive it around. So that's what I did. <clears throat> I drove around town for a while, started it, stopped it. Um, I knew where to check, and it remained cool. It didn't heat up like last time. So we waited a half hour and then left, and I got home um, yesterday evening, no problems. I took my time coming home, so no problems. But I really want to thank the Lord. He had my back. Yes. Uh, yeah, the Lord is with us. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. John, I'm going to lead us in a word of prayer. And you, your program, or excuse me, your ministry is sponsoring the program today. We really want to hear some cutting-edge prophetic events. I've been watching the news. There's so much going on according to what the Bible says. And, John, I'm confident you have a Bible verse ready to tie in with what's going on today. Let me lead us in a word of prayer. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, we know these are serious times. These are these times are no laughing matter. And so in Messiah Jesus name, we thank you. We thank you for watching over John. And there, there's that song that says your eye is on the sparrow. He, his eye is on the sparrow and he's watching over me. And we thank you wherever our listeners are. No, in Messiah Jesus, you're being watched over by our father in heaven. Now, father in Messiah Jesus name, we ask you to watch over this program and to anoint it and bring real life from it. Father, we thank you for what you're going to do in Messiah Jesus name, father. Amen. Well, John, what are some things the Lord's showing you about this hour in which we live? Well, there's two issues. It's the American political situation, but also I, I really want to bring out what's happened in Turkey, uh, Pastor Dove, because I believe that this is incredibly significant. And I also wanted to get, <clears throat> excuse me, I wanted to get your take on what's going on in Turkey, because I believe you, you being in Israel here much more, or have the ability to hear much more than I am able to pick up here in America. And Turkey's so a big player in the Bible. Turkey's a big player in Bible prophecy, especially in Ezekiel 38, isn't it, John? Yes. 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 So what I wanted to do is just explain to our listeners, because I don't know if they heard anything at all about what's going on in Turkey, but it, this is incredible. And it, it kind of came out of no place, Pastor Dove. Like last year, what was it, last September or October, all of a sudden... Russia is is in Syria attacking um, the Syrian rebel, rebels there, and that came out of no place. And now in July, uh, there was a coup, and I don't know, I, I hear it was false flags. I don't know if this was a legitimate coup, if it wasn't, but there was a coup attempt to, to ouster Erdogan of uh, Turkey. Now, he's re there's been, it was not successful, and apparently he's arrested <clears throat> 60,000. But what he's done, Pastor Dove, and he's been doing this for years, He um, Turkey 
was technically a secular Islamic state. In their constitution, that's right. <clears throat> so the, the, yeah. But what's happened is, slowly but surely, uh, the government of Turkey has been taken over by Islamists. Right. And Erdogan, as, well, as you well know there, being in Israel, he's got eyes on Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. That's right. He, he, he want, like, all of them, like all of those Muslim tyrants, if you want to call them that, mm-hmm. they all want Jerusalem. And, and, and the, a lot of the Muslim people, they want Jerusalem. There's something in them where they want Jerusalem. And there is no doubt, there is no doubt, Erdogan of Turkey uh, wants to make uh, Turkey into an Islamic state. So he's arrested these 60,000 people. Absolutely. Um, They are uh, judges, uh, politicians, uh, school teachers, uh, military people. So what he's in the process of doing now is uh, eliminating anyone that would uh, resist against Turkey becoming an Islamic state. That's exactly right. So this is, uh, it's like a gift to him. Mm -hmm. That's why there's so many people are, but but here's how I look at it, Pastor Dove. I think that this um, coup was legitimate, although there are many that don't think it was, and that uh, it was a last-ditch effort to stop Erdogan from what he's doing. That's what I believe Mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the generals... In the Turkish military, they were trying to stop him because he's 100% behind ISIS. ISIS couldn't exist mm-hmm. without him, Pastor mm-hmm. Dove. It mm-hmm. couldn't. It's landlocked, and uh, all the uh, supplies they get and munitions and all have to come through Turkey. They certainly can't come from Syria, mm-hmm. and they're not going to come from Iraq. Mm-hmm. So what's left? Mm-hmm. Uh, Turkey. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, now, this is my theory on this. I believe that um, uh, Turkey now is going to move to heavily help ISIS. They're going to move uh, freely now across the border because of uh, uh, Turkey becoming an Islamic state. Uh, the Turkish army now will be 100% behind Erdogan. That they're going to supply... Um, Syria, not Syria, but ISIS with all it needs. And what we're going to see is sort of a, I guess you could use the word proxy, a proxy battle in Iraq, because uh, the Iraqis are moving, pushing ISIS back out of Iraq, mm-hmm. but they're, they're, um, they're the Shiites sponsored by or backed up by uh, Iran, which is Persia in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erdogan couldn't have that. The uh, the Sunnis can't have the Shiites winning in Iraq. They can't. So now um, ISIS will be fully fun, uh, supplied and equipped and maybe reinforced by Turkey. And the big battle is going to take place in Iraq now. And this is going to be somewhat like the analogy you could make is just prior to World War One. You had the Civil War in Spain, and the um, uh, the Nazis backed uh, Francisco Franco, the um, we'll say the rebels, and the Russians backed the nationalists who were actually communists in Spain. What year was this, John? Had this, uh, prop- about, what, about what year was this? Uh, 1936. So it was before 36. World War II, just before World War II then? It was just prior, just okay. prior to World War II, okay. and the Nazis tested out all their equipment there, 
They tested the Stuka dive bombers and their guns and all. And eventually the Nazis won with Franco. They won. But I kind of see it now. It's called a proxy war, substitute war. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's going to take place. I believe you'll see this in, in, uh, in Iraq, northern Iraq, Mosul. And this is going to be to see who is going to be kind of in charge of Islam in the Middle East. Now, in addition to this, um, they've all focused on Jerusalem. If you listen to Erdogan, mm-hmm. he, you know, he wants to, he hasn't made, he hasn't hid, there's no hiding it. He believes that uh, Jerusalem uh, belongs under Muslim control. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the um, Ayatollahs in Iran, they say the same thing. They all want to destroy Israel, kill all the Jews, and make Jerusalem the capital of a caliphate. Hezbollah says the same thing. Hamas sure. says the same thing. ISIS says the same thing. Uh, Assad of Syria, although he isn't much of anything anymore, he says the same thing. And I'm sure deep down underneath, uh, when you hear what the Saudi Arabians are saying, they're saying the same thing. They all want Jerusalem, Pastor Dole. It all comes all down to Jerusalem, and that's what the Bible clearly teaches about in these end times just before the coming of Messiah Jesus. What a what a time we live in, John. Now, I want to take just a moment, John. Well, Would you like to take a few moments sure. and share a little bit about your ministry that's sponsoring the program today? Just just for a minute or so, we've got a little bit of time. Yeah, my ministry is, all, you can find my entire ministry on the usaprophecy.com, usaprophecy.com. I have a new ministry associated with it. It's called Abba Fathers International Fellowship. And we have branches all over the world now, uh, in India and Pakistan and East Africa, uh, all over Africa. And we're all uniting in prayer for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit before the Lord comes. That there'll be sweeping souls into the kingdom. And we're really excited. Every day I'm getting reports of incredible numbers of people coming to the Lord from all over the world, hearts healed. Um, physical healings, so it's really exciting. You can follow it at uh, all at usaprophecy.com. I have my blogs are there, and my main blog is John McTurnan's Insights, and I'm posting on uh, right now. I'm posting about Erdogan and what's going on in Turkey and the ramifications of Turkey as an Islamic state. Um, I have my brochures are there. The, my the uh, prominent brochure is Jesus Christ came to heal the brokenhearted, and I also offer what's called a prophecy packet. So if you email me at mct911 at aol.com and give me your mailing address, I'll send you a free sample of the prophecy packet. It's very exciting. So there we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I encourage all of our listeners, go to usaprophecy.com. If you're looking for a place to sow good seed, a place that will bear fruit, lay your treasures up in heaven. Go to usaprophecy.com, and when you do so, you also help keep watch there for On the Air. What were you going to say, John? Yeah, one exciting thing. I'm. Uh, you've seen my brochure, Who is Israel's Messiah? Yes. Um, what I've done is I've, I could only put so much material in that brochure that proves that only the Lord Jesus can be Israel's Messiah. So what I did is... Um, we're, we're making a, uh, I, 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 for lack of a better word, I'm going to say a documentary, although that isn't the correct word. Uh, well, we're just going to make a, a, a video. 
uh, putting the scriptures and the extra material together. It will be about 20 minutes, and people will be able to visually see with the scriptures and other material that only the Lord can be Israel's Messiah. I will use, um, the foundation will be the Old Testament, and I'll show how that uh, relates and, and, and uh, ties up with the New Testament. But I'm really excited about this. Probably tomorrow I'm going to send it to the uh, commercial artists to finish this. So in a week or two I will have it. I'll be posting it on my website. And if this is part one. We're going to have a three-part series uh, proving conclusively, without a shadow of a doubt, that if the Lord is not Israel's Messiah, they can't have one. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. Well, John, uh, what do you have next for us? We've got, oh, somewhere in the neighborhood, about five or six minutes left. Uh, what do you have? What else do you have for us? Wow, that, it, it went fast today. Sure. Well, I want to talk a little about politics, uh, okay. Pastor Dove. And okay. uh, as much as I could, I've been following uh, the Democratic Convention, which is going on now. And to say that I'm grieved is uh, I'm beyond grieved. It gets stranger uh, by the moment, doesn't the, it? Uh, well, I, I don't know what you're picking up in Israel, and I'm, I don't know what uh, our our listeners have picked up, but I'm going to share a couple things that getting away from, we'll talk about mainline politics, but um, at the national convention there on the convention floor, there's the dove, there were no American flags, That's right. but there were Palestinian flags. Yeah, and Soviet flags outside. I saw Soviet flags outside as well. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Palestinian flags. Outside, mm-hmm. outside, they were burning the American flag, and they were burning the uh, Israeli flag outside. Yeah. And then in the platform, they wanted to take out support for Israel, and they wanted to go with that, um, you know, boycott, divest, and uh, Sanction. sanctions. So this is what they wanted to do. This is what was going on at the Democratic Convention, Pastor Dove. Yeah, it was absolutely horrible. And uh, it gets stranger and weirder by the moment, John. Do you even recognize America anymore? No, no, no. The Democratic Party is walking off the plank. I don't know where they're going. Well, I know where they're going, but they're and they're going with exuberance and joy. Yes. They think they're wonderful. They're belly laughing and, their and way into hell. Destroying the nation yes. right before our very eyes. Yeah, it's very sad to but watch. But they, you could see this move now in the Democratic Party. It's, there's a nucleus in there now that hates Israel. Yes, that wants to promote Islam, mm-hmm. uh, and they want Israel destroyed. They hate the Jews. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not see anything like this in the Republican Party, Pastor Dove. I don't. I don't. I, I see zero of that in the Republican Party. Yeah, it's very tragic and sad. It is a catch-all, a junk drawer of every weird and evil thing. It's very sad to watch. What have you picked up in Israel there about the Democratic Party that uh, maybe I have not picked up here regarding Israel and Jerusalem and the Jews? Frankly, people are scared. The Jewish people, you know, line up with the Democratic Party pretty much. So um, there's stuff you see here about Trump being uh, very evil and, and he's really... Uh, the perspectives you hear are very strange here, and you hear of a lot of the Democratic platform. But at the other hand, there are other people who are waking up a little bit. Uh, I wanted to mention, uh, and, and so... Um, even oh, one if, other thing, Pastor Duff, uh-huh. I want to catch you real quick on this. 
with uh, with those um, emails that came out about the Democratic National Convention, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there were emails attacking uh, Bernie Sanders because he was a Jew. I saw that. I saw that. I don't know if you picked that that's up. All, that's all over the news here, yeah. of course. This was, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, all that, over so, the news uh, here. There's something evil. There's something really evil now brewing in the very heart of the Democratic Party, but especially in the, in, in the press when it comes here. to Israel. On the surface, you know, they may look like they're supporting, but underneath there is a horrible, horrible element growing in the Democratic Party. But I think you also see a, a tradition here in the press to try not to lean heavily one way or the other just in case either one wins. You know what I mean? Uh, but certainly... Oh, yeah, play both sides. Yeah, but certainly... Um, now, in America, of course, this is a real troublesome thing because the American Jewish people line up almost completely with the Democratic Party. Uh, there are more conservative Jewish people that are lining up more with the Republican Party lately. Uh, but it's a real conundrum when the Jewish uh, guy, Sanders, uh, has all these people he li- uh, lining up behind him who hate Israel and ha- carry Palestinian flags. He's Jewish, but he doesn't have any thought or care for Israel. And as a matter of fact, he's very much against Israel. But I want to say one thing about Turkey that I read, John, and we're about out of time. So let me just say this very quickly. And that is that uh, there is uh, some things I've read here, intelligence reports, that Erdogan is actually holding hostage, if you will, 1,500 servicemen and their families in the Insurlik Air Base in Turkey uh, because they're there where you live in Pennsylvania. There's a cleric that is against Erdogan who's supposed to be a player in this coup and that they want him extradited to Turkey. Erdogan does. And it's like they're holding uh, this in the uh, servicemen and their families and even the tactical nukes kind of in a gentle hostage situation. And that's something we need to look more into in our next program because we really yeah, – I forgot about that. Yeah. I, you're correct. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. We'll His talk about that. Gulen, D-U-L-E-N, the man here in Pennsylvania. He's right there in your backyard. Gulen. And we're out of time. And, John, what a great program. Okay. Thank you so much for that great testimony. And I do encourage all of our listeners – I encourage you to go to usaprophecy.com. Just a a deep and wide bench of really good stuff. You know, you've got got the first team, second team, and third team. It's all the first team at usaprophecy.com. Good stuff there. Until we get together next time, remember to watch Therefore. Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today. And please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus. Hi, this is John Peake with Israeli Self-Defense, Haganah Houston. If you've ever thought about taking classes to learn skills to protect you and your family, we are the people to see. We offer authentic Israeli self-defense, performance-based fitness, and firearm training. We can help you and your family gain the skills to protect yourself in a functional way 
in a safe environment with Jesus as the head and the guide for us, having both integrity in the business and integrity on the mat. We want to come alongside you to help you gain the skills you need without breaking the bank. We offer 14 classes a week, 12 different curriculums, active shooter scenarios, active assault scenarios, things that would actually possibly happen in real life. You can reach us at IsraeliSelfDefense.net, 713-252-5836. IsraeliSelfDefense.net, 713-252-5836. Don't get caught without a plan.